hello. hello. <laughs> I don't remember how we did it before, but I like We that. wanted to try a different hello for you guys. So there you have it. I've been practicing goofy hellos in my car. What was the other ones? What were the other I choices? I have to save them for future. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sound like my, my mom. She has a deep voice. <laughs> and when we, when we go to the drive through, they're always like, hi, sir. Oh, no, <laughs> you're kidding. Yeah. Anyway, what is up, guys? We missed you so much. Yeah. We look forward to this every other Monday. It's to the point now where my mom's like, oh, yeah, your podcast is tonight. Yeah. That's what she says. Yeah, that's what my roommate like, says. Yeah, too. mom. Bye. Yeah, my room's like, what time do I have to be out of here? <laughs> that is so funny. The so. only loud one here is our cat. True. Sometimes you- if you listen close enough, you can hear her meowing. She's so loud. But good thing this today's episode is Miley and her dead pets. Because that, that pet's gonna be a dead pet a if dead she pet. keeps interrupting our podcast. That's right. We're, we're coming for you. <laughs> Um, we have a such, we have a, an amazing episode for you guys today. We actually sat here and planned out how we we're going to talk. That was probably the most planning we've ever done. Yeah. It's going to be a good one. It's I say be this every one. time because they're all good. We're just obsessed with ourselves. <laughs> um, so what's been going on with you? So the last um, two weeks, what's your life been like? Yeah, I've been crazy on Bumble. I feel like the bachelorette, but I have yet to meet up with any of the guys. Also update. Yeah. What about Bumble guy? I literally just ghosted him after like six messages. It's just so much work. Every time a man texts me, I just roll my eyes. I'm like, great. But then I sit here and complain that I'm lazy. I don't know. It's fine. So was he boring? Yeah, I didn't even give him a chance to be boring. I'm not kidding you. He's like, hey, how are you? And I stopped. Becky, he was so cute. Yeah. How long has it been since you've talked to him? It's not meant to be. You didn't even try. No, I didn't. (laughs) Well, he kind of seemed boring. Any guy that looks that good, boring. It's fine. It's whatever. I'm just having a good time. That's good. So are you talking to any other guys right now? A couple. A couple. Yeah. Let me know. I will. Goes on. We'll, need, we'll need to come up with nicknames for them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for our Miley Moscato more. Fans. Maybe our next episode we can go through your Bumble really quick. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. And look at You can pick your top five guys. Oh, my God. Like, like you pick our, your top five songs for Dead Pets. <laughs> I love it. Brad. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Nick was the one that just, yeah. I feel like every guy's name is Nick. Everyone. I'm, girl, you're telling me. <laughs> My God. I've never dated a Nick, though. Um, How was your week? You're a little tired, huh? I went to Las Vegas this weekend for a work trip. Literally yesterday you were there, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. And then I Dressed went back like to Hannah my other Montana, job. nonetheless. What'd you say? You dressed like Hannah Montana. Um, I used my Hannah Montana costume as the dress I wore out Saturday night in Vegas. It was because it was all sequined. It literally fit in well. I got so many compliments on it. It was perfect. Yeah. Um, I will say <laughs> I kind of had a crazy night. So I only went out one night um, and it was Saturday night. Uh-huh. So Friday night I got there and we were like, yeah, we're going to go out. We're going to do all this stuff. We fell asleep. We're boring oh. now. We're, we're 24, 24 and we're a bar. <laughs> True. <laughs> For real. I, we were like, and she was so surprised. She's like, Molly, that's not like you. And I'm like, I know I'm so exhausted. Oh my gosh. And then, but I wanted to have energy to go out Saturday. So Saturday we get ticks to see DJ Polly D. Oh yeah. How was that? It was, to be honest, I don't remember some of it. Oh my God. But I will say I had more fun like walking the strip, exploring than being in the club. It was just yeah, so packed. I, I, I kept getting too. shoved. Mm-hmm. We got shoved into the VIP section. 
Oh, no complaints there. These it was like this guy's like this guy like bought a table there. Oh my god. And so we didn't say anything. We just kind of like stood no. there. We didn't know how to move. <laughs> you know, these guys are like flocking all over my friend Ashley. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that's a good thing about like her or like if I went out with you, all these guys would be all over y'all and I'd be like sitting there enjoying <laughs> the perks of it. <laughs> like these little blonde white girls, they they eat them, them up. <laughs> so, True. So that's what was happening with Ashley. And then all was fine. They were so cool with it. These two guys were and then Ashley stood on the couch, and then the security guard came over, and then we got kicked out. Oh, that's... A VIP, not the concert. Oh. But then we just decided it was... The concert was from 10 to 4 a.m. <gasps> so we got there at, like, midnight, because DJ probably didn't go until midnight. Holy shit. And then we were there for, like, an hour. We didn't say the whole thing. It was... I mean, I couldn't really even see him, you know, because it was a club. Yeah. But it was, like, cool to experience. Oh, for sure. Um, It was only, like, 30 bucks. Dang. So for guys, it was 75. <gasps> That's Isn't that what, fucked up? Yeah. Um, get this. So we, we leave. We go out into the rooftop of this club. It's like multiple stories. And I go up to the bar and I'm like, I'm going to get Ashley's drink and then I'm ordering myself two drinks. We hadn't we hadn't drank. We brought like shooters everywhere. Yeah. So we have not bought any drinks yet. We were really drunk. I'm like, I'll get three drinks, two vodka Red Bulls and a vodka lemonade. They said, do you want singles or doubles? I'm like, doubles. Right, Why of not? course. Yeah. Just, you know, these will be the only drinks we get. Yeah. I get the, the check. $125. No. I'm dead serious. Oh, my God. Isn't that how fucking you, crazy? I can't even. So I, I just was like, here you go. For three. And then after tip. So they were they were each like 30 I paid bucks. over 150 bucks. Um, yeah. Isn't that fucking crazy? Yeah. Oh, my God. So they were doubles, though. But still. So that happened. Later on, we were downstairs. We were downstairs. I was outside bitching about the drink prizes because you know me. I'm like, fuck them motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> they took my money. And some guy gave me a $100 bill. What? <laughs> what? I swear. Does this stuff only happen to me? <laughs> I was like. And you want to know what? I bet you that's normal in Vegas. There was one time in Alton. Some, some guy was like, come to the casino with me. I'll give you $100 to gamble with. Oh. I think that's I just normal. Take it. You'll lose it. I know. I lost like a hundred bucks this week. I'm you did gamble. I had to. Yeah, you have to. When in Rome. Um. So yeah, I don't know why this motherfucker gave me a hundred dollar bill, but he did. And yeah, so it was it was pretty cool because it kind of paid for either the gambling <laughs> that mm-hmm. I did or the drinks. Yeah, there you so, go. There you go. It was That's a pretty fine. good weekend. I was hey. tired. I had to get up every day early to go to this like conference. It was like the biggest jewelry trade show or whatever in the world. Not in the world, but in the country. Um. And so I on my flight last night. I'm going from Las Vegas to St. Louis, yeah. and we had to medically, we had to emergency drop, like land what? in Denver. Yeah, I, this is what I'm saying. I wanted to get your reaction on the podcast. I didn't want to tell you. So we're, I'm in this flight. It's a full ass fucking flight. Of course it is because it's Sunday. Yeah. And this guy, like 20 minutes into the flight, like he had to like go to the front of the plane, and he had his like arms up in the air, squeezing his hands. Um, he was like sweating. They were fanning him. <gasps> And then, like, an hour after, they just kept fanning him, and, like, all these people were trying to take care of him. I don't know what was going on. Um, but after that happened, they were like, we're me- we're emergency landing in Denver what? for a medical emergency. So I'm already getting back at 12, 15 a.m., uh-huh. and I had to work this morning. Now, I got back at 1, 15 a.m., because it put us an hour behind. That's was- actually not that much. Could be worse. Uh, yeah. But still, I was like, dude. Yeah, no. So I was oh my, so And exhausted. they didn't tell you, like, what was happening. I mean, why would they, I guess? I guess it's not our business. Right. They told oh us it was God. just a I medical emergency. I freaking out. 
Huh? I would have been freaking out. I was Medical also anxious scares, as hell. Scares me so much. I hate flying, especially about, that was my first time flying by myself. Oh my gosh, that's right. Did you fly in with all your JC no. people? No. Yeah. <laughs> so you you flew there alone and back. Yeah, I had to do that for um like a work trip before. I kind of like it, but man, that would freak me out. Yeah, I was anxious as hell. Yeah. I wanted to cry at one point. I just don't like. I get scared. I'm scared of heights, and I don't like the dropping feeling. Yeah, I don't like that either. Anyway, so I had a pretty eventful weekend. Yeah. Um, I go to Bonnaroo this weekend. <gasps> oh yeah. Their hurricane is fucking that place up. The storm, like the rain. Oh my god. It is Mudaroo right now. I didn't even think about that. It, I will yeah, say this weekend's supposed to be beautiful, no rain, but it's supposed to rain up until like tomorrow or Wednesday evening. So it's gonna be so muddy. Holy shit. That could be fun. <laughs> it's gonna be like Woodstock. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna be in mud and you're not gonna know if it's really mud or if it's shit. Oh god. I know. I hope not. I hope it's not that dirty. Oh, I think they'll do a good job with clearing it up, but I'll let you know how that goes yeah. on the next podcast. Yay, we'll I'm be excited. excited um, anyway, we have a great episode planned for you guys. Um, first, we got to go over our yeah, wine. Let's get into this. Tell us about the wine. I've been waiting to tell Mills. So I don't um, speak or read French, but I do believe that the name of this wine is Menage a Trois. <laughs> what does that mean? A three-way. Oh my God, is that what that means? Mm-hmm. And so I figured that would be a good one because we're going to talk about some controversial things today. Yeah. So that's fun. I saw that and that's just, I was like, yep, that is cool. One. You always find a bottle of wine that pertains to the episode. I love it. It's the only thing I contribute, so I have to. <laughs> Shut up. You do a good job, though. Um, this one's got pineapple, peach, and honey. I think it's delicious. I was going to say it is really good. You got to go over the alcohol percentage. Oh. <laughs> I forget that every time. <gasps> what? 9.5. I think this is our highest one. 9.5. And it's that, called a three-way. I promised dumb bitch Pat that we would do a five-second chug. Oh, gosh. And I figured we That should. girl is obsessed. Okay, ready? Five-second chug. Oh, Mills finished her glass. <sighs> Ugh. <laughs> Honestly, I think this one's delicious. It's good. That was just really sweet to do all at once. It's not like very whiny. Yeah, it's not very whiny. It's happy. It's happy. Shut up. <laughs> Isn't that a bad joke? <laughs> well, we recommend right. it. Menage a trois. Menage a trois. You didn't know that? I did not know that. I'm I not did. very cultured, I don't think. Cool. Well, after we just caught up, we just went over the wine for this episode. I'll plug it on the Instagram story. But now we have to dive into my favorite Miley Cyrus record ever. Really? This is my favorite one. Okay. Like, I swear. Like, I love I, it. It used to, what's crazy is it wasn't for a long time. I didn't yeah. give it a chance for like I, two years. I didn't either. I remember it came out on SoundCloud. I was sitting in my dorm room. There was nobody around, and I was like, okay, I have to give it a try. And at first, I was like, what is it? Come on, what is this? It, it definitely takes getting used to, I think. It does, and also, I mean, we were at that age, in 2015, we were, like, 18. Uh-huh. So, like, we just didn't really, I think we just weren't very mature in our right. minds, especially with music. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was as mature as I am now. Yeah. Or even later on. Um, Miley Cyrus and her dead pets is a concept psychedelic album. It was produced by the Flaming Lips. So if you know what who the Flaming Lips are, it is 
basically like a Miley collaboration with the Flaming Lips. Yeah. But it's a very Miley Cyrus record. Yeah. Um, has 25 tracks on it. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's almost two hours long. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I tried listening to it today while I was running my errands, and I was like, I'm never going to make it through the whole thing. Yeah. Because I always try to listen to the album before we talk about it. It make it very far. I did that on the, the plane ride. The plane. So, mm-hmm. um, it's her fifth studio album. She released it for free on so- SoundCloud, and she surprise released it during the 2015 VMAs. She was hosting the VMAs. She came out at the end of the show, and I remember seeing this. She came out with her, with the flaming lips. She came out with all of her dancers wearing this crazy outfit yeah. and was singing Do It mm-hmm. and was like screaming the lyrics. Like, yeah. I just remember everyone hating her. Oh, yeah. Like hating on her. Well, okay. So she already, before this, it, she released Bangers. And that was when people are like, what is wrong with this girl? Like, she's getting even crazier since Can't Be Tamed. And then she comes out with this. And they were probably like, I didn't think it could get worse. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. I just remember people saying she was dirty. Yeah. Because she had that hippie thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think people were mature enough to realize, like, the good in it. I think right. that if it was released today, um, so so many people would appreciate it. I think it was think super right. ahead of its time. I think you're right. And the fact that she solely wrote she was the only writer on 10 of the tracks. Yeah. And then co-wrote the rest of them. So she had input on... Every single song. She fun fact, I was looking into this uh record today just to refresh my memory and she did not present it to her label, which it's not under her label. It was released for free, so it didn't count a part of her her contract. Okay. She pr- showed it to RCA after it was already finished. She said I'm going to release this just under myself for free. I mean, she spent money right. on this. She didn't make any profit off of it. Um, she wanted to really make an album that represented herself and that she didn't have to conform to certain standards just to sell sell music. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was cool. I don't think a lot of people have done that. No, definitely um, not. It definitely let her creative side like just flow how she wanted it to be. It was, I think she says to this day, it's her favorite album she's ever done. I believe that. I, yeah, I remember how like proud she was of it for sure. And it's just, guys, if you have not listened to it, like, we're going to go over some tracks today about it. But if you have not, give it a chance. Like, like from start to finish, honestly. You got it. Yeah. If you have, if you're at work, I don't listen to music at work. If you're working on a project just with headphones in, I, I would, I would listen to it from start at track one to the 23. It is amazing. So I'm not going to lie. The first time I heard it, I was like, oh my God, this girl just got high and just made sounds. At first to me, that's what it sounded like, mm-hmm. but... I mean, obviously I grew to like it, but it was like, I think a year ago, I ran into a Twitter thread that explained every song and why it's like such a musical masterpiece. I got to find it. If anybody knows what I'm talking about, please send it our way. But I'll try and dig and find it on our Twitter and we could even post it on Instagram and stuff. But like, it was so cool the way that this person explained like just how like, uh, like a true masterpiece it was, Mm -hmm. even though it might. You know, to like, it's a psychedelic to like the album. poppy ear. Yeah, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, exp- you, you wouldn't understand that. It is a psychedelic rock album. It's gonna be yeah. pop rock. It's gonna be a very different genre than like what you would typically listen to. I really don't listen to that much psychedelic pop or rock. No, I don't. Um, but she also has like hip hop influences on here. I mean, she has a collaboration with Big Sean. 
Um, Mike Will made it produce some of the songs on this album. Yeah, I didn't notice that. And I thought that was very cool that she could go from Flaming Lips, still have her past influences on there. Um, But yeah, we're going to dive into this today. I'm really excited to talk about this masterpiece. I only want them to press it on vinyl now, but I don't know if they're, they don't even have physical copies of CDs, you know? I mean, it was free, so yeah. That would be a good one on vinyl for sure. We're going to bring back our seven things segment. We thought that we would plug it into this episode because we're going to talk about seven controversial things Miley Cyrus has done. Yeah. One, two, three, four. To narrow it down to seven. <laughs> yeah. To seven, yeah. <laughs> um, it was honestly really quick and easy to find seven things. Yeah. Oh, my God. It took us, thought. like, maybe 30 seconds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I'm going to start with number seven, which is obviously our Dead Pets album that was super controversial. We already touched base on it a little bit. But, yeah, I mean, people, were they either loved it or they hated it. Yeah, the um, fact that she... Uh, released it for free that was controversial in itself the type of the music she literally like she did that little mini tour she didn't really go to many places but i think right. it was a mini like domestic tour honestly and, in all the promotion for it with the milk and the sparkles oh kind of yeah yeah and the ice cream she i remember she went on stage with like a dildo wrapped around mm-hmm. her like pelvis and fake boobs and like she just I mean, even the songs on there, we're going to dive into some of the songs today, but like a lot of the songs on there are super controversial, but they're yeah. super honest. Yeah. So what's our number six? All right. Number six is when she cyberbullied Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato. Yo. Yo, yo. Yeah. I said it twice. You got a problem with that? <laughs> That's the best thing to happen. I to literally tried to keep my mouth. I, I could I could not like keep my, I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> no. What did you think when that happened? We were, like, 11. I thought it was, like... Okay, let's give a quick background really quick. So, if you don't know this, back in, like, 2008, YouTube was starting to become a big thing. They had the Miley and Mandy show. It was Miley and her dancer slash best friend Mandy. They just made little vlogs on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, they were 15, 16 years old, just being teenagers. Same time, Demi Lovato and Selena Gomez, they were really best friends at the time. They got their own YouTube channel. I don't think they called it a show or anything, but they just uploaded vlogs yeah. a lot. Um, just of them talking, acting like 15-year-old girls, you know. It was actually really cool to see them mm-hmm. be, like, normal people. Right. Um, they uploaded that shit. Yeah, like, damn. Except they were just more pretty and made more money. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think Demi and Selena released a vlog, and they were just acting, you know, kind of, like, seen. And you know how, like, in 2008, like, it was, like... Having the side part yep, with the, the graphic t-shirt and yep. the wrist. They were just super acting very emo and scene. And like a week later or something, Miley and Mandy released the same. Like they, they did a parody the, of the, the video. Yeah, the exact. They like copied them. Like Miley copied <laughs> Selena's part. And yeah, Mandy the dumb hair. And they were talking about Demi's gap. Yeah. That was drama, but also hilarious. Because, I mean, of course, I was on Miley and Mandy's side. I was too, but I, I wonder if they were even, I wonder if it was even a big thing. Because I don't think, I think they may have asked them, like, what they thought about it in the press, but I don't think they really were mad, like, either side. Oh, probably not. 
but it was controversial because we all thought that that it was like, and who knows maybe it fucking was yeah. i mean literally yeah, that was the time been, like, PR that was the time that selena gomez started dating nick right after nick and miley broke up that's probably a big reason why they did it that's what i'm saying <laughs> yo because yeah anyway the fucking tea that was definitely number six yeah yeah they yo yo yo, yo. <laughs> <laughs> go look it up it's in the historic part of youtube yeah <laughs> it goes down in the documents okay number five racy photos for nick jonas okay. i don't remember this you are crazy so <laughs> there's shower pictures can Your i show you really talking quick? about nick and I, miley i can pull this up i promise i'm sure there's a receipt from every single episode of this coming up what do you there's a what? A receipt from every episode of you talking about Nick and Miley. True. Okay, but that that was a whole thing. Like, that was the whole... That was the life back then. Okay. Miley Cyrus, racy photos. I'll type this in. What's <laughs> fucked up about this is that Perez Hilton like posted these on his website, and she was like 14 or 15 years old. Oh my god! So I forget. Oh my god! I do remember that. Cringe. So the photo we're looking at is Miley Cyrus in a shower, <laughs> which the shower looks like a fucking horror movie shower. <laughs> like, bitch, where are you at? And she has a white t-shirt on, oh. and like, I mean, you can't see anything, but it's like her back, and she's like, "Hell yeah!" And then, then yeah, look at these. Don't these aren't even nudes? They're just like racy, and she yeah. was just like fourteen years old. But what's fucked up is that, I mean, you can go on here and look at a 14-year-old. Like, this is fucked up. Yeah, Whether she, Because the, the hackers, you know, got her a thing. But, yeah. So, that's what we we're talking about. Poor that girl. was the whole thing. Poor girl. And imagine being 14. You're I already know. insecure about yourself. No. From those photos, no, she's not. <laughs> she was feeling her sales. She sure was. Number four is when she pole danced on the ice cream truck at the Teen Choice Awards. In 2009. It was already bad enough that she released Can't Be Tamed and then... No, this was before Can't Be Tamed. This was during the Oh, this was USA. Party in the USA. Duh. <clears throat> but this was leading up to Can't Be Tamed. Right. So this is so weird, but I remember the exact moment that happened. I was at my cousin's house and we were watching the Teen Choice Awards mm -hmm. on the carpet in the living room. And I was, like, a huge Miley fan, yeah. but, like, I just wasn't as vocal about it, I feel like. Mm -hmm. um, and this happened, and my aunt was, like, oh, my gosh. Because, like, she has, like, sheltered her kids a lot. And my, my I mean, my parents did not. Um, but, like, they were, like, oh, my cousin, my little cousins were, like, oh, my God, gross. And they were, like, ew, we don't like that. I mean, we oh. were young. I was, like, so young. So, but I remember that happening, and I was just, like. Even at that age, I didn't think it was a big deal because it wasn't like she was really pole dancing. No. She was holding it on for support. She just went down one time and it looked like it. Um, but that got way blown out of proportion. It really did. Like most of the things she does, but... They were looking to tear her down from the start. Yeah. Like with everything that happened, for they real. were looking... At, they were trying to do, make her the, the next Britney. The things that she did that she got so much heat for are like so normal now. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it before. Like the things that the disney stars are still in disney and doing right now yep i don't get it yeah they were trying to tear her down like they tore down britney true it's because they're iconic literally all right number three the vanity fair photo shoot for 2010's issue or not 2010 oh my god this one's getting to me 
the Vanity Fair photo shoot for 2008's issue of her cover. Um, so this is where she was. She had dark hair at the time. It was her and her dad. The iconic photo is her kind of like hunched over with nothing on besides a white sheet covering her front uh-huh. and showing a lot of her back. And she looked over her shoulder. I will say the way the photo was shot and the way it was edited was very artistic. Um, but because of what she was doing, it was very controversial and a lot of people just didn't understand it. Her photos with her dad were a little bit intimate. Yeah. They just had intimate feels, but I do think she just has a different relationship with her parents than most people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like she'd have to with the way that her life was going, you know, like, I mean, I didn't think they were that. I think it just, the media blew it up to be, but I did my senior presentation on this project, my mom, like, rolled. She was like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did that. I got a fucking A. I had to write 25 pages and have studies for this. Like, it was a media ethics course. Yeah, how did It was you a 400-level class. I had to find, like, philosophers to back up claims and all this kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah, so I had to present it to everyone. The good thing is, is I knew so much about it. Yeah. And it was interesting. So it really wasn't that bad. But so cool. I remember presenting it and like half my class was like, oh shit, here we go again. Next this episode, bitch. Mills is going to read from start to finish her 25 page <laughs> research paper. I, I think I still have it in my Google Drive. So <laughs> honestly, you... I bet people would listen. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll look into it. All right. Number two is obviously when she cut her beautiful brown locks. I loved her hair. I did too, but a lot of it was extensions. That's true. No, I'm talking about when she cut it. I thought it was cute. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant her old hair. Everyone was like, oh my God, why would you do that? Her hair was so beautiful. I mean, it was. was. Yeah. But didn't she look beautiful with... I just thought it was cool that she was differentiating herself from all the other girls. Yeah. Like, I mean, nobody did that. Yeah. Again, though, that's something that they just blew up for what? Katy Perry just did it. Do you, did, does that anybody even know? <laughs> Yeah, nobody even no. notices. Yeah. And I'm pre- Okay, why do I want to say that Adele just did it too? Did she? I don't know. I don't really look it up. Her. But that was the whole thing. Um number 1, of course, you guys were all expecting this. The 2013 VMAs performance with Robin Thicke, the phone finger and the chicken butt memes. I love it. I think that it's funny that she pokes fun at the her own like body yeah. like i mean like because i remember do you remember what i'm talking about yeah. they compared her like butt and thighs to like a chicken yeah which is like her. she knows she doesn't have an ass like she knows that she's a small girl yeah and she even would like m- m- poke fun at it too yeah um, when i when i was at the bangers tour that uh there was two people sitting in front of me and one was dressed as a foam finger and one was dressed as robin thick <laughs> it was amazing that was a costume that's yeah. still a costume yeah that performance was like iconic like people were talking about that forever and honestly i think she said in her bangers like documentary that she did that to get people talking about her so that they look like bangers was her biggest album yeah that's like a very good strategy yeah she just does it in ways that other celebrities aren't brave enough to do she was just having fun and you know what she even got asked on joe rogan they were like yeah you were on drugs there right she's like no i actually was 100 percent sober yeah, I, which I she would that. she would she would be honest and mm-hmm. she would say yeah but, no she totally there's no reason for her to lie exactly so yeah those were the seven controversial things Miley Cyrus has done she's obviously done a lot more 
those were just our picks for top seven. Yeah. But lastly, we're going to go over, you know, like routine. It's um today is the six-year anniversary for Miley Cyrus and her dead pets. I can't. It's actually today. That's so fun. It is actually the day that we're recording, which never really happens. No. Um, so we're excited. I can't believe it's been six years already. I can't either. That means we're old. It does. We are freshmen <sighs> in college. Shut up. Isn't that? I'm scared. I know. Okay. <laughs> I keep telling all the kids at work not to grow up. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Um, but I'm super excited. If you want, we can start with um, your number five, Becky. Yeah. Um, I really like Karen. Don't be sad. Why? It's just so beautiful. I don't know. It's it just, is. So I'm not, so I'm not going to lie. I don't like listen to the whole album a shit ton. Um, honestly, these five are probably the five that I listen to the most. I just have always like latched onto that Karen one. Yeah. I mean, I had a very hard time picking. I did too. There are so many to go through. I, I mean, just it's hard for, it was hard for us to do it when when the EP was six long. <laughs> but to be honest though, this is one of those albums that I truly love. Like love, love every single song. Yeah, you do. Um, so I just feel like this is one of those albums I have no skips on. So it was very difficult. I will say, um, although Karen Don't Be Sad is one of my favorites, it didn't make my top five. But um it is strongly influenced by Miley's co writer, Wayne Coyne, which is the leader of yeah, the Flaming Lips we were just it. talking about. I loved when they were hanging out, I really did. People did not. I know. I know. I think he's a cool old dude. Yeah. Whatever. I think he's fun. And they're still friends. Yeah. They just. I think she's just really busy now. Um, but it was a really good song. Um, it's, a, it's one of those songs that's more intimate on the album mm-hmm. and is a lot more serious. Yeah. Um, dumb question. Who's Karen? I honestly, I should know this, but I think, did you look into what the song was for? I think no. it's about someone she met. There's a random I don't. Person. I have to. I should know this. I think um, I. I think I did kind of know that that Karen is. It was just a real a person. Name that they use, but it's, oh. but it is a real person. But maybe her name's not actually Karen. True. But yeah, it was produced. Uh, Miley did co-produce um, all, all these songs on the album as well. Um, What's yours? My number five is Tandra. one that i don't know that well i was in your boat one time and i listened to it and now it's like one of my favorites it might have been my this was hard to pick my top five but this one has big sean on it um it does have more of a hip-hop influence on it but i think this song is super deep Mm -hmm. all of them i think all of the songs are way deeper than people realize so one of the lyrics that big big sean's part is actually like my favorite part of the song um, which is weird because I'm not really a, a, a big Sean person. I do think it's cool he was on Bangers and then he came back for this one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's our second collaboration together. His, the lyric that sticks out to me, I just have to run it by you because it's, it's so deep. Um, seems like everyone I know is getting married, everyone else getting buried. Life should come with a sign saying results may vary. Straight up. Yeah, that is deep. And then it goes back to her her voice mm-hmm. or her uh, her part. But yeah, what's your? That's uh, funny that they that they've collabed twice because that doesn't seem like a collab that would be very likely. 
I know. I think they're friends, though. Yeah. I love it. What's your, uh, what's your number four? Is that where we're at? Yeah, I think. Oh, my number four is do it. Do it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, smoke pot. Do it. Yeah, I love the bees. Do it. That song is crazy. I mean, it's not my, I don't hate it. It's just not. Yeah, I don't think it's my top 10, but... I'm not gonna lie, I kind of threw it in there because I was thinking back on all of our top fives, and I'm like, I only like sad songs. So I had to put this one in there, because I do really like it. It is more upbeat. I do like the beat of it and everything. I yeah. think it's just, for me, it's like it's like a single. And I think it made it higher because I saw her do it live. Sure, you at did. At Lollapalooza. You did. And that just makes music better when you can, like... Well, my favorite thing about music is the way that it holds memories... Because you, you I said earlier, I remember exactly where I was when I heard it, and you just said I remember where I was when I saw this performance. Like, yeah. you remember shit because there was music playing. And you get, like, cool. a feeling. Yeah. What was yours? Um, My number four? Yes. I forgive you. <gasps> Mike Will That is, like, are we just listening to that? Yeah. Um... My favorite, I have to say this lyric, I have to plug it in. Um, you're lucky I'm doing my yoga or you might be dead. Yeah. I don't do yoga, but like, sometimes I'd be like, damn, like mm -hmm. you lucky that I I exercise and relieve my stress or else yep. I might shoot ya. Yup, yup. <laughs> um, yeah, I, just, I like that song. I think it's very honest as well. And it's relatable. Yeah, it is. It sometimes really you just is. forgive people and maybe you shouldn't. Not relatable to all, I'd say. The what? Not a relatable to all. Like yeah. The grudge holders out there. Yeah. But what was your number three? I really like I Get So Scared. I get so scared I'll never okay. I love that song. I love it. That was my top 10 for sure. I love it. Can I say, can I tell a really sad story? Yeah. Okay. So um, okay. It, I was at work one day and right as I was walking in, I heard that my ex was with a new girl, and then right when I was walking out, I saw a picture of the two of them, and I get in my car, and I just put my music on shuffle, mm -hmm. and that song came on. Fuck. And I was like, Don't really? Don't you hate it? Really? I remember when that happened. I think I, yeah, I think I, like, sent you a Snapchat immediately. Sometimes like, you will never like believe. that happen. Hmm? Like that, stuff like that happens. I know. I was like, it's like the universe is speaking me? to you. I know! I was like, really? You did not have to do this to me. It is weird. Um, yeah, that's another intimate song, too. I love that's it. like a really good one, though. Yeah. My number three mm -hmm. The Floyd song. Sunrise, on I okay, love Sunrise. It. Sunrise. So I. This could have been number one. Honestly, all This of one is about her dog passing away it's about floyd who floyd was her siberian husky yeah i think it was a, yeah i think it was a siberian husky um he had to have been a mix because he was little he was really young I, he was really he was young but he was really small like he didn't really grow that size but he got ate by coyotes yeah and i think it was 2015 yeah 2000 no because she was on the bangers tour yep that's right 2014 on, yeah yeah um, so she wrote this song about Floyd. It is a depressing song. Yes. You can hear her cry in it while she sings. Um, oh, I yeah. connected this song because I think about my dog passing away and 
as he gets older, I get very sad about that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll literally be driving and I think about it and I just start crying. I don't know anything else that makes me cry on the spot more than thinking about that. I think we brought that up on the pod before. Yeah, it's so... That's, like, one of my favorite songs. I can relate to that super well. And, yeah, I think All Dogs Are Sunshine. And cool. I love the the metaphor she uses for yeah. her dog, so... What's your... Well, mine is um, very similar. Mine number two, to make a segue. Mine's Pablo the Blowfish. <gasps> and Pablo, oh my God, that's a good one. I love it. And then I think about that performance she had when she like really started crying at the end. I don't know. She was on playing the piano. That was the Twinkle song. Oh. What does it mean? Right. No, it, I oh. swear to God it was Pablo. And okay, maybe, maybe the same performance. Maybe, yeah. No, yeah, it was... The, or maybe it's just in the song. Does she just cry in the actual she song? She does. Oh, okay. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. But that is a good song. Pablo the Blowfish was her dead blowfish called Pablo. Um, I love the part of the song where she says, um, we couldn't figure out what to eat, so, so we chose sushi. sushi. She That's couldn't exactly- stand seeing her friends eat her friends. That's exactly the line that I was going to say. Yeah. That's, I just always think about that I one. No. Like it's not, it's not funny, but no, it, it's kind of funny. <laughs> Well, sometimes I'm like, it's just, well, that just like shows her heart how she just she loves like animals a, for a blowfish, you know, literally. Yeah. Um, that was your number two, right? Yeah. My number two is Cyrus Skies. Eyes are Good one. So this one is kind of freaky. Yeah. Um, I remember I was camping one time with my friend Hannah and we were laying in the tent and it was dark time and I just had this song playing. And we were just connecting with the earth. And we were just laying there. And she goes, this is kind of scary. (laughs) (laughs) She said, this is kind of scary. And I'm like, it kind of is. But she talks about in the song, I don't know what the meaning about this song is. I kind of get the vibe that it's about her growing up so publicly and the eyes that are set on her. Um, She says in the song, oh my God, what did she say? She says... I feel protected by something I don't understand. Uh-huh. And I just, I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Um, so I think about that line a lot. I just feel like there's some dark sides of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. And I feel like it kind of, I could be wrong. I don't know what the, the meaning of this is, but I feel like it touches base on that mm-hmm. a little bit. I'm sure. But definitely, that's that's a cool one. Yeah. Um, gives me kind of Halloween vibes. <laughs> we're down to number one My what's number your number one? one we've already talked about it it's Aww. i forgive you okay but that's such a good one so good i forgive you but it, it's you like you isn't it like why i you yeah i forgive you you yeah that one's really funny um my number one i can't believe this did not make your top five bitch oh my goodness what? space boots oh you're so cute in your space suit, in your space boots, space suit. It was in contemplation. Yeah, it was probably in your top ten. It was. Space boots is one of those songs where, if no one's listened to this album before, this is the first song I send to them to listen. Oh, to. really? Like Frank loves this song. Um, I feel oh. like a lot of people that aren't like, he's a fan, but you yeah. know, like as big as fans as we are, because I feel like a lot of the people that listen to this album, you're a big fan. Mm, true yeah it's not like a mainstream thing yeah um so that's what i send to people i like that that's i send that one because that one's the most 
it's like a deep song, but it, the beat is so, it's just a really good song. Yeah. Overall, I, I love it. I wish you would have released it as a single. I know. I would have liked that over Do It. Or I yeah, like Lighter a lot. Yeah, but imagine her like performing that, like Space Boots instead of Do It? Like she had to. Yeah, you're right. But this one is, Space Boots is like a breakup song. I feel like it's about Liam Hemsworth. Probably. Um, <laughs> who knows though. Um, she says lyrics like, I get so high because you're not here smoking my weed. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes now when I do drugs, I get scared. She's something about that line. It's just a very deep emotional song, and you kind of get a glimpse into like what she's going through. Yeah, I feel like this whole album as a whole is about kind of like the stage of life we're in right now. I mean, she did this album when she was 24. Yeah, literally us. Like literally our age, maybe 23. Um, I think it was 23, maybe. I don't know. But it was around our age, and mm-hmm. I feel like it accurately represents, like, the transition of life. It's like she's getting out of that party stage, but she's still in it. She's yeah. now in the stage where she's experimenting a lot with drugs, I mean, especially psychedelics. Yeah. So I feel like she... And psychedelics have been pro- proven to, like, really sh- show you a different kind of self of your mind. Like, mm. a lot of people use it as ways to cope with mental illnesses. Like mushrooms. Oh, people. It's been that's a study now that people. Actually, I did hear about. Yeah, the and so and stuff. I feel like going through this drug experimental phase, even though it was very hated, obviously it can't be very healthy for you. I think she did learn about herself a lot. Yeah, I think so. And I think the music shows kind of her transition from that party life to what she is now, because mm-hmm. it is that transition, right? Yeah. Like Bangers was very, eh, tongue mm-hmm. out. I don't. She always has her tongue out, but you know, like partying with molly you know hanging with all the big names in music just party 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 and i think even though she still did that during this time it was more of a she's more into psychedelics and and finding a meaning to life yeah i just loved it the whole thing 10 out of 10 recommend yeah like yeah you have to listen to it like give it a chance give it a chance because i it it takes a while to give it a chance but once you do you'll really think of it'll give you something to think about yeah Absolutely. And I do want to say an honorable mention is Slab of Butter. And we one time, Mm. Mills and I, were on a party bus. And I was so mad at her. Somehow she got the ox. We were just like, we were like guests of guests on this party bus, basically. (laughs) And she got the ox. And I was like, you have to play Slab of Butter. Like, this is the vibes. And she's like, no, nobody's going to know it. It's going to kill the vibes. Okay, but that's how you get kicked off of ox sometimes. (sighs) And it wasn't my party bus. It wasn't. But I, wanna, I feel they like it would have gotten old. people riled up. I'm about to get fucked up. Want to get fucked up? Fucked up. I'm about to get fucked up. Want to get fucked up? Fucked up. If, it, if all of a sudden all we had yeah. to play was the first couple of seconds. I'm about to get fucked up. Want to get fucked up? Fucked up. Yeah. That's why makes me want to get drunk. That's why I wanted you to play it on the party bus. <laughs> I honestly don't really remember that. I, I mean, was so annoyed at you. Why didn't you just take the ox and do it yourself? Because I'm a little bitch. <laughs> This woman gave me pre-workout that her mom gave her. <laughs> it says she gives me this really nice pre-workout, which I love. I use all the time, by the way. Good. Um, I'm like, oh my god, you don't want this? Like, are you sure? And she's like, no. She goes, I'm kind of scared of it. Pre-workout makes me scared. I took it once, and I got to the gym, and I was like, I don't feel like I'm about to like run a mile. I just feel scared. It, get, it, gets, it can get you anxious. It, I felt scared. <laughs> that is hilarious. 
Anyway, I appreciate it. Thanks. You're welcome. I kind of like get uh, getting that scared feeling sometimes. <laughs> it makes me want to run quicker on the treadmill. No, it made me want to go home. <laughs> it makes me fucking sweat though, and go to the bathroom. Yes. That's another issue with it. But now that my body's getting used to it, it's not that bad anymore. But yeah, that first time is definitely it's a thing. I love your new decor on the yes, walls. Yes, I've been moved in for about three months. We finally put shit on the walls. I oh, love okay. it. I love it too. I love it. It's all coming together pretty well. Thanks. Do you have any things you want to close up with? Just honestly, just listen to the album. Listen to the motherfucking album. Give it a chance. Yeah. I tell people to always start with these space boots if you're just going to give it one song. If you're going to listen to a couple songs, you just start from the beginning and listen to it in order. Because mm-hmm. it's a concept album. Yes. And it has interludes in there. So, like, if you listen to it on shuffle, the interludes might not make sense. Um, so, yeah. That's... Keep an eye out for that. I'm going to find that Twitter thread. I'm going to find it. We should, yeah. We'll, we will retweet it if we find it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we had a really good Moscato. I'm kind of drunk. Threesome. Drink some Moscato. Um, I'm going to Bonnaroo this weekend. Yes. It's going to be a fucking mud fest. I'm sad Miley's not going to be there because she was supposed to be there in 2020. But I'm going to go. I'll let you know about the stories I have. It's just going to be me and my boyfriend. So Yay. It'll be fun. It'll be I'm fun. Excited I'm excited. To, I'm excited for you. Honestly, I'm going to disconnect. Do it. I am. Like, I'm not going to worry about my phone. I'm not going to look at work emails. I didn't I was at Lala, and that's why you were worried about me. <laughs> Which is good, though. Mm-hmm. But with Bonnaroo, it's like a whole camping experience. Oh, it's true. like a, you get there. Like, I plan on getting there. I'll use my phone to take some photos. But other than that, I'm going to keep myself yeah. on airplane mode probably the whole time. That would be so fun And just you. not worry about notifications. Yeah. Because I'm sick of worrying about work emails. And yeah. Well, <sighs> enjoy it. Yeah. We can't yeah. wait to hear. I'm excited. Well, we'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, let's finish this. Or you'll this. hear from us. Um, we're going to chug Before the rest of our wine like off. we usually do. Thanks, Patty, for the five-second chug. Here's the rest of our wine going to you. That was a good one. A good one. Signing we, off. Signing off. Bye. Hello. What? I just said, I was about to say hello. Bye. Bye. <laughs>